Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jello program starring Jack Benny with Johnny Green and his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with you from the motion picture The Great Ziegfeld. Thank you, folks, again for all your friendly interest in this program. You've certainly shown your appreciation in the most practical of all ways by going out and buying Jell-O. Not only that, you've written us hundreds of nice letters, which we surely do appreciate. I have one right here from Mrs. Charles Bonner of Hammond, Indiana. Mrs. Bonner says, just a letter of praise about Jell-O. I'm a constant user of Jell-O, but recently I decided to use a cheaper brand. I found out that it was cheaper, but not in cost. There was no flavor to it at all. The color was very dull looking. No more substitutes for me. From now on, I'll stick to Jell-O. Thank you, Mrs. Bonner. You're absolutely right that there is no substitute for the one and only genuine Jell-O. No other gelatin dessert has Jell-O's extra rich, real fruit flavor. So when you buy, always insist on Jell-O. the spring season by bringing you that flowery speaker, that gilded lily, that budding genius, Jack Benny. Hello again. Yes, folks, spring is here. And Don, that introduction you gave me was swell. You know, so typically me. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Jack. I made it up out of my own head. Well, I liked it anyway. You know, especially those springy things you call me. You know, flowery speaker, budding genius. Do you know any more? How about blooming idiots? <laughs> well, that's, uh, oh, I don't know. I just can't get angry this time of year. Yes, Don, spring is really here. Only three more months, April, May, and June, and it's summer again. Yes, sir, and six short months after that, and we have Christmas. You're right. Merry Christmas, Don. Same to you, Jack. <laughs> Run, fellas. Here comes a squirrel. <laughs> oh, yeah? Not so crazy, Mary. I know a songwriter who made a lot of money with that idea. You know, June and January. Hmm. <laughs> Mary, what are you laughing at? Huh? You know, Jack, I wrote a poem about spring, and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? What is it? Well... Oh, I don't know. It's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Are you listening, Don? Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, Mary. Let's hear it. All right. Hickory dickory dog, the mouse. <laughs> oh, I don't want it, Jack. <laughs> well, go ahead, Mary. Let's hear it about spring, huh? Yes. All right, go ahead. Hickory dickory dog, the mouse ran up the clock. The clock didn't strike. <laughs> what was wrong? Spring. <laughs> What are you laughing at now? I didn't like it. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Hello, Jack. Oh, hello, Kenny. Hey, did you hear Mary's poem about spring? Yeah, gee, I thought it was swell. What does he know? 
Well, Kenny, this is your first spring in New York. How do you like our weather? Oh, I don't mind it. I'm still wearing my winter underwear. You are? Why, Kenny, this is April. For heaven's sake, how long do you wear your winter underwear? Down to my ankles. <laughs> well, that's about the usual length, I think. Yeah. Say, Jack, what? I think Kenny's underwear is going to win the Pulitzer Prize this year. You do? <laughs> Why? It's his winter set. <laughs> oh. Gosh, I enjoyed that. Mm, idiot delight. <laughs> Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? Remember me? I sold you a bed last week. Yes? Well, the spring is here. Ah, <laughs> uh, spring. It's a lot to be happy and thankful for. Say, Jack. Yes, Kenny? You know, I feel very thankful, too, and, uh, well, I don't know how to say it, Jack, but, uh... What is it, Kenny? Well, I'm new on this program, and you've been so nice to me. I'd like to show you my appreciation. Why, Kenny, I didn't do anything anybody else wouldn't have done. Here's one. Now, Mary, I've got three telephone books in my house now. I know, but your table is still lopsided. <laughs> Imagine a telephone book. I bet it's full of wrong numbers. Oh, it's not the book, Jack. The gift is inside of it. Oh, well, that's different. Oh, look, Mary, a press carnation. Ah! <laughs> it's ah. been in a book for eight years. It has. You know, folks, yeah. everybody has a hobby. Some people like to go up thousands of feet in the air and jump off in parachutes. Some people like to go to the wilds of Africa and kill lions and tigers. And Kenny likes to press flowers. <laughs> oh, boy, it's a thrill. But in the summertime, I rough it. Oh, you rough it in the summer, huh? Imagine that. He roughs it in the summer, huh? Yeah, he picks cactus. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, Kenny, it was darn sweet of you. Say, Johnny. Yes, Jack? Come here a minute, will you? Look what Kenny just gave me, a carnation. Oh, that's beautiful. Who stepped on it? Stepped on it? That's a press carnation. What can you do with it? Yeah, I never thought of that. What can I do with it, Mary? Give it back to Kenny. That's right. Come here, Kenny. You've been so nice to me, I'm grateful. Here. Oh, thanks, Jack. Well, anyway, spring is here, so Johnny plays something. You know, something appropriate, like April showers bring May flowers. And May flowers bring pilgrims. And pilgrims bring progress. And progress brings jello with its six delicious flavors. <laughs> Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. Ah, spring is here. Play, Johnny. <laughs> Spring is here. 
in his orchestra playing Breaking in a Pair of Shoes. Say, Johnny, you and the boys are playing the Paramount Theater this week, aren't you? Yes, Jack, and doing fine, too. Well, I'm glad to hear it, Johnny. I really am. How's business over there? Oh, great, Jack. We're turning him away. Turning him away, huh? That's what he gets for not practicing. <laughs> Mary. And now, folks, continuing with our slogan that the customer is always right, tonight we will again heed the call of our fan mail. Last week we presented a play called Cinderella. And the response was tremendous. How many letters were there, Mary? Uh, 27, including the alphabet. <laughs> now, give it to me. Hmm. It says, Dear Mr. Benny, we are three radio fans who listen faithfully to only one program every week. But lately, we have had to miss it as we work every Wednesday night. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mary, are we on Wednesday night? I don't know. I never listen. Uh, well, anyway, it says, uh, we wonder if you would be good enough to change places with Fred Allen so we can hear his program again. Thanking you in advance for this little courtesy, we remain sincerely yours, Clara, Lou, and Sam. <laughs> mm, how do you like that, Mary? They want me to change places with Fred Allen. What's Allen got that I haven't got? Clara, Lou, and Sam. Uh. Well, anyway, folks, we always aim to please. So this evening, with the aid of a clothespin on my nose, I'm going to present a best pocket edition of Mr. Allen's program, Clown Hall Tonight. Are you listening, Freddy? Uh, this will go on immediately after the next number, which will be sung by Kenny Baker. Now, look, fellas, we're going to do a Fred Allen program, so you've all got to help. You know, play a couple of small parts. I'll be Fred Allen. I want to be Allen. No, I want to be Allen. No, I saw the letter first. I'm going to be Alan. Now, all those in favor, say I. I want to be Alan. Well, I'm glad that's settled. I'm Fred Allen. Say, Don, you can play the announcer, can't you? Oh, I don't know. I'll try. Oh, you'll get it all right, I think. <laughs> what will I play, Jack? Uh, you can play Portland Hoffa. Uh, just loaf through it, you know. Well, a Hoffa loaf is better than nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a cute singer, Kenny. <laughs> discreet heart until marriage is out of the way but what if I meet with a sweetheart so sweet that my wayward heart cannot obey I'll follow my secret heart my whole life through I'll keep all my dreams apart Till one comes through No matter what price is paid What stars may fade above
face is paid What stars may fade above I'll follow my secret heart Portland Hopper, I mean Kenny Baker, singing I'll Follow My Secret Heart from Conversation Peace. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our cut-rate edition of Fred Allen's program, Clown Hall Tonight. Six delicious minutes of smiles in Clown Hall Tonight. Six minutes of fun and music brought to you by six delicious flavors. Remember, folks, yellow for the smile of satisfaction. Fun with our star comedian, Fred Benny. It's Clown Hall tonight. Here comes the huge crowd pouring down the street. Listen to them cheer. Hooray. Let's join the hilarious crowd. Everybody's going. Everybody's going. Everybody's gone. Here they come. Doctors! Oh, doctor, doctor, aren't you going to finish the operation? No, I've got to leave immediately. But there are six more stitches to take. Put a zipper on it. It's clown hole tonight. Radio stars! Ha, 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 ha! Mary, what are you laughing at? I'm practicing. It's clown hole tonight. Husband! Goodbye, dear. I must hurry or I'll be late. But, darling, it's our anniversary. I can't help it. It's a pinochle game tonight. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we present to you that phenomenal Phoebus of Flam 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 Fred Benny in person. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, before knocking... Before knocking the bunk out of our barrel of fun, <laughs> I will read you the Clown Hall Bulletin. Sandy McFinnish, Devil May Care deputy, who came over from Scotland on the last tidal wave, cautions the townspeople not to tar and feather our local nudists, but to wait until she does a fan dance and save the price of feathers. <laughs> Uh, so much for simple subtleties. <laughs> and now for our clown hall news. Curtain down. Coming right down, Fred. Oh, uh, lights out, Don. Okay. Put them up again. I can't see my script. <laughs> and now we bring you the clown hall news. Sees all, knows all, and smells awful. <laughs> Not that awful. <laughs> Uh, New Haven, Connecticut, Professor Herkimer J. Twaz, noted scientist of Hale University, uh, discovered that you can get... <laughs> discovered, yeah, my awful, discovers that you can get milk out of a turnip. Clown Hall News will show you the effect of this discovery on the youth of today. The scene, a farm in New England. Oh, Zeke, Zeke, what is it, Luke? 
just read in the paper where a scientist claims you can get milk out of a turnip. He does. Pretty good, ain't it? Yeah, but who's going to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to milk a turnip? <laughs> New York, New York. Controversy rages in many homes as to who is the better comedian, Fred Allen or Jack Benny. Clown Hall News takes a house-to-house canvas. Wait till I take the pin off my nose. <laughs> How do you do? How do you do? I'm from Clown Hall News. Do you listen to comedy programs? Yes, sir, all of them. Whom do you like better, Fred Allen or Jack Benny? Jack Benny. Now take that gun away from my ribs. <laughs> now, once more, Clown Hall News brings you the outstanding sound of the week. J-E-L-L-I! After all these years, they can't even spell it. <laughs> With Peter Van Green playing da 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 da. And now, ladies and gentlemen, if I may be so bold. Mr. Benny! Oh, fluff. Mr. Benny! Quiet, please. If that's some relief project yelling for help, I'll come down there and get to work on you in a minute. Hello? as I live and hope to breathe through my nose because my mouth is full of tobacco. <laughs> if it isn't Seattle. Uh... Get the twist. Uh, what brings you... What brings you here tonight? Papa. What's old lame brain up to now? Well, Papa and I were doing our... See here now, Tacoma. I'm Portland. Well, I can't tell from your mask. I wouldn't say that, Mr. Benny. Pops had a blue ribbon around me. Well, they have to hold you together with something. I have to be going now. Sally who? Esquire. Holly Jr. And now, folks, we are going to present the mighty Benny Art Players. Tonight, these scarecrows in the field of drama will present that oriental thriller entitled Charlie Chan in China. At last, he got home. <laughs> Can't get that laugh. I don't know. <laughs> As the scene opens, we hear Charlie Chan talking. My mistake, folks. It isn't Charlie Chan. It's Charlie Chaplin, and he won't talk. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh, in a few minutes, we will be back again in Clown Hall, where Fred Benny will present his hopeful amateurs. Thank you, Don. In the meantime, while we are assorting and branding the amateurs, Peter Van Green and his yellow troubadours will play cheek to cheek from the motion picture top hat. Swing it, boys. <laughs>
Cheek, played by Peter Van Green and his orchestra, with Johnny at the piano. And now, while I get this pin is up a little too hard there. And now, while we are still in a musical mood, we will have a number from our Clown Hall Quartet. Uh, give us a number, boys. Seven. Thank you. That was well. Let's go back now and play bridge. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we will bring on the amateurs. <laughs> oh, no, there's no place for that here. Our, uh, our guests have kindly volunteered their services, and as this is only a half-hour program, instead of giving the winner $50 and a week at the Roxy, we will give them $25 and the Roxy. Uh, no reflections met there. <laughs> The uh, first we have with us, let me see. Oh, yes, the talking bird. And tonight, we hope it will open its mouth and at least tell us about the new federal tax bill. Here we are, the talking bird. Hello, May. Hmm, another chaplain. <laughs> hello, May. Come on, hello, May. May, for heaven's sake, say something. Come up and see me sometime. Mary, leave the bird to me. You'll get it anyway. <laughs> Come on now, May. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, deck queen. Hooray! Are you listening, Freddie? Maybe you got to feed her jello. <laughs> now, the next artist this evening is Mr. Uh... Uh, what's your name, young man? George A. Gumpelmeyer. George A. Gumpelmeyer, I see. And what does the A stand for? Anything. <laughs> well, you're certainly at home for an amateur, and I wish you were. Uh, that's a typical Alan crack. You gotta laugh at that one. Huh? Uh, where were you born, Mr. Gumpelmeyer, or are you trying to keep it a secret? Waukegan, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do for us this evening? I'm going to play the piano. The piano, eh? Go right ahead. Oh, wait a minute. Have you got a nickel? A nickel? Yes. Here you are. Thank you. was George Anything Gumpelmeyer playing anything, and it certainly sounded like it. <laughs> and now let me see who's next. Ah, oh, here is a young lady who comes all the way from, uh, all the way from, uh, uh, pardon me, miss, where are you from? I was born here. She comes all the way from here. <laughs> and what is your name? Mary Livingston Dope. My name is Mary Livingston Dope. <laughs> You're an amateur, I take it. I'm an amateur, and I can't take it. Now, what do you do for a living, Miss Doe? I'm a modiste in a restaurant. <laughs> a modiste. <laughs> Freddy, I apologize. A modiste in a restaurant, eh? Yes, I put bloomers on lamb chops. <laughs> ah, Miss Livingstone. That's an old joke. Well, I'm an old amateur. Now, what are you going to do for us this evening? I'm going to do imitations. That's funny. I'm doing an imitation right now of Fred Allen. That's what you think. Tally-ho! 
Well, that's fine. It'll put you in line for first prize. Now, next we have... I can't make out this name on my racing form. Uh, I'll get that laugh yet. Mr. Well, anyway, here he is. Well, well, what do you do, young man? I'm a hillbilly. A hillbilly, I see. Yeah, where do you come from? Kentucky. With that dialect, you come from Kentucky? Yes, I Kentucky good English. <laughs> Even Alan wouldn't have stood for that one. You're just a little self-conscious. And what is your name? Len Schlepperman, the singing buddy. Oh. <laughs> I specialize in cowboy songs. Oh, Schlepperman. Oh, hello, friends. <laughs> well, well, this is indeed a surprise. And you're going to sing cowboy tunes, eh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, do you know Wahoo? Sure, he does my laundry. I mean, sing Wahoo. Oh, that's his brother. Uh, what are you going to sing for us tonight, Flair? Well, I'm going to sing for your approval a potential song. It's Hum Hum on the Ring. And you play that guitar, too? <laughs> what else? Well, go right ahead. Thank you. Oh, Hum on the Ring. Where the bears and the antelopes love. Where seldom is heard a discouraging voice back home on the range on that stove. And a little, 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 concludes our amateur contest. Did I hear a sigh of relief? And now we will leave it to the audience to decide the winner. Remember, the one receiving the biggest ovation will get the prize if he insists. Now, first, ladies and gentlemen, how did you like the talking bird? Oh, I see. Next, Mr. George A. Gumpelmeyer, the piano player. Well, well, did I hear a pin drop? Next, Miss Mary Livingston. Hmm, it's even an amateur audience. <laughs> and next is Lamb Schlepperman, the singing buddy. The winner, Lamb Schlepperman! Well, <laughs> folks, this concludes our clown hall tonight. And this is Fred Benny saying goodnight and inviting you to be with us again next Sunday night. I wish I could get that last <laughs> play feature. I mean, John, gee, I'm glad to get this close in off my nose. <laughs> Dessert I'll bet you never heard of. An idea that sounds like magic. A dessert all layered cherries and bananas, and here's how to make it. Dissolve a package of cherry jello in a pint of warm water. Then add one cup of canned white cherries and one sliced banana. The cherries will go to the bottom of the dish while the banana slices float on top. Chill firm and served with whipped cream. It really looks grand. Rich red cherry jello with one layer of cherries and another of bananas molded inside. It's a great new idea, and it's tops in taste, for Jell-O is crammed with extra-rich, real fruit flavor. Just be sure you insist on genuine Jell-O when you buy. Look for the big red letters on the package.